Hello, everybody. Joan of Heart, no make wrong, one day at a time. Nikki and guest A is back with us, guys. Woohoo! I got to cheer for this one, man, because this one's going to be sweet. <laughs> so, guest A. Uh huh. You have now completed your 90 days, correct? I have. Oh, wow. I am so excited to hear from your precious little words what has been showing up for you. What, what would you like to share right now to everyone? Ooh, um, well, uh, let's start with... Um things that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's been interesting. I've had a series of challenges and opportunities to practice, practice being aware. Yes. And practice. how did you come to, 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 to learn about practicing? How, how has that been benefiting you? Let's, let's let them learn a little something, something while, while we're talking about this. Practicing. Okay. So when, you, when I started the program, I got the concept. It made sense to me conceptually that you had to practice being aware. Because let's face it, uh, we've spent an awful lot of years being unaware. So in order to be aware, you do have to sort of tune in and practice. And that theme has stayed. And you have made sure that I have adhered to that theme. Even when I went, when when I wandered off and didn't hit the theme, um, <laughs> but bringing it back and the practice, practice—it's like anything else. It's it's be a, be aware of being being aware. And what has happened is over the past several months, I have not had to practice. It's it's almost like when you're learning to drive a car, and you have to think about every single little thing you do in the car. And you have to think about putting on the blinkers and you got to think about braking and you got to think about parking. And then you get into the car one day and a couple of things happen automatically and you go, oh, and you don't necessarily even realize that they're happening automatically, but that's where you end up. You end mm. up somewhere where the practicing goes from the thinking part of your brain to the automatic part of your brain. Mm. And I think that's where I'm heading. I feel yeah. like that, that is where I'm heading. I have noticed myself being aware instead mm -hmm. of having to think about oh you you know without making wrong oh yeah. you, ne you need to be aware and like Eckhart says you know you start off thinking I you know I I should be aware and then things will happen and you go oh I wasn't aware now I'll know next time and then it gets to the point where you are aware and then it gets to the point where you you know that you're aware and then it gets to the point where you don't even think about it you, you just yeah. it, it's it's happening it's happening yeah. and the whole time if you practice and you stick with it then it will happen it's just like you said it you know yeah so that would be the part of the conversation that i have with everyone about it becoming second nature correct yeah. correct yeah. It becomes second nature. You don't have to. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to really use up a whole lot of your brain, you know, being aware. It sort of just happens, and it's mm -hmm. maybe only later that you go, "Oh, huh, 
okay, well, that actually made sense. And I was yeah. aware and I wasn't reactive. And, and it's really, for me personally, it's understanding and recognizing when I haven't reacted to things that's made me take a step back and go, wow, you actually have come quite a long way. Yeah, uh -huh. and I would I would rephrase it. It's not so much understanding. It's a, it's really you're noticing your you're completely noticing the whole shift of your whole being. Mm -hmm. How you're responding completely different to how life's occurrences are showing up for you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and um, you know, it's it's easy when things are flowing. And you don't really have to, you know, it's, it's easy. Um, things are flowing, everything's going well, things are, you know, panning out the way you, you, you know, hope and expect them to. When you notice it is when you've, you've been given the curveball or a series of curveballs. Um, that's when you, the awareness steps in and you find that you are not as reactive or better said, you're not reacting the way you used to react. Yeah, and that is, would you say that is freedom? It's liberating. There's no other word for it. It's it's completely oh, liberating. Oh, it is. Oh, 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 oh. Keep talking. I'm it's, just cheering. I'm the background cheering over here. It's going. It's completely liberating um, for the simple for the simple reason that you don't have the clutter. You don't have the the, the the mind chat you it's one of those things where you just go you know what doesn't you know doesn't really yeah you don't even have to tell yourself it doesn't really matter you think about That's it right. the fact and you're like oh okay you know what it didn't my 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 body didn't react to it like I didn't have that like hot feeling in my chest like oh you know it's this is a you know this is annoying it was just like mm okay, this isn't, this isn't happening and I'm going to set it down. I'm not going to make myself wrong. It just wasn't in my, my you know, my space today. It, it wasn't. Yeah, you space. can really feel if you're moving in, in the flow or not moving in the flow. I think, I think with that comes that, that you know, the, lib the liberation comes the ability to, it, it, it's calming as well because your your mind's not cluttered. Your mind's not taking up a little percentage of its of its daily, I don't know what would you call it, mind space. Um, yeah, this, this you know, it's like a it's like the old floppy disks. You know, you have Edward your... calls it the pain body, and it wants to eat right. another person. It really does, and 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 your when your pain body's not reactive because your mind's not reactive, then you can just move on. You can move on with your day. You're not obsessing about that one little thing that went wrong that ruined yeah. your day because it just doesn't really matter. It's, it's yeah. the flow is still there. Since so, we're in this conversation, let me ask you this. So you now have a new, you have liberation, literally liberation. What a great word. <laughs> now, when that happens, you know, as you naturally, because I keep talking about this, this is a very natural process. You are now starting to feel into that ease and naturalness of it because you're now into the second nature part of it. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yep. Can Absolutely. you tell me a little bit about how that is for you? 
it well it's it's just like you said it it comes very naturally and it almost sneaks up on you and you don't even realize that it's become second nature you know semi-automatic um until a few things happen and you go huh okay well there was no sensation in my body of being irritable or or annoyed and I didn't react and I was able to continue with my day and really you know the world didn't stop just because something happened it really wasn't a big deal and my body and my mind reacted in exactly that way that it just and very very curious when Mm -hmm. you do notice because you're now the observer okay you're what they call the observer. You're now, uh, quantum physics calls it the observer effect. Spirituality, they just talk about us being the observer. So now you are in that state of presence, okay? Mm-hmm. So when it does happen, I remember my reactiveness. I'm now in a range of about 1% to 5% of reactiveness. I've noticed it shows up. I noticed the old pattern, and I'm like, really, like Eckhart talks about, you look at it like it's a kid that's naughty or something that just wants to eat out of chunkla is what we call it, like have fun or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I notice it, and it almost feels, if I were to give it some kind of representation, it would feel like a little gnat buzzing. (laughs) And I just noticed that it's there, but... The reactiveness in the body is like in the one percentile, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not close to the one percentile. I think I would probably be around ooh, maybe 15 to 15, 20, maybe. I don't know. It, it, I want to say around about there. Okay. 15, maybe 15% um, reactiveness. Um, that is freaking great, girl. You're telling me your your reactiveness is right around 15% as opposed to the 100 it was before. Oh, yeah. And, and I really was at 100%. There's no question about it. You know, I had extreme reactiveness. And not only does it, it mess with your mind, because my mind never shut off, never, ever, ever shut off, but also it messes with your body. And, when and it now? With your body, it messes with your health. And there's no getting away from it. Yes, exactly. And now is your mind shut off? Yes. And what's more, I, and I'm not, I can't say that I'm, I'm, I can do this 100% of the time, but I can bring myself back 100% of the time. When my mind goes, and it doesn't do it very often, it's usually when it's, and I'll tell you when it, when it does happen, it's usually something that I haven't experienced before, something silly like, you know, going to the dentist for a procedure. I, I'm just picking something out of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. It's something. I know exactly what you're going to say, and that's why I'm laughing. Go, keep going. And and it's like, you know, those are the things that, you know, probably normal people don't really think about so much. But people like me, whose minds never, never switch off, they, they do. They obsess about the unknown. And the ability to bring yourself back and go, uh-huh, you know, you know. I, I recognize what my mind is doing. It's creating a story. It's making up uh-huh. its own story. It doesn't Beautiful, have a story. Girl. It doesn't Beautiful. have a story. 
It really doesn't. Has got nothing to. It's got nothing to hang this story on. Nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to bring myself back, and I can do it pretty quickly. Now, mm-hmm. does that mean eventually it stops? Actually, yes, it does. Eventually, it stops, and I might have to do it three, four, five times. But that is a good example of when it happens to me personally. Other people. That's yep. That's exactly what's going on for me too. It's the it's the little incidental things that I notice, and I notice mm-hmm. the old pattern of it, how the old reactive pattern was. Yeah, exactly. Now transforming. Okay, so what we're talking about in this conversation is about disappearing. Yeah dissipating old owies Mm -hmm. detachment however not detachment in the sense of you know screw you i don't need this but rather detachment in the sense that exactly as you've been sharing there's just no attachment to the outcomes anymore there's just no attachment the egoic identity isn't in there anymore to keep that attachment going Uh, can you share a little about that uh, yeah, um, you know, in terms of it's, I don't want to say disassociation, but it is, it, it's a little bit like that simply because, you know, if it's not all about what you're thinking or you're feeling at any given point in time, it's much easier to sort of set it down and walk away from it because you're not walking away from yourself it's something that's happening to you it's a life situation it's not your life it's not this doesn't define you these are these are little challenges or opportunities that you would say to practice um but it doesn't define you so it become when when you have decided that this isn't you you can simply set it down and let it be and you know what a lot of times situations resolve themselves when you're not forcing them to try when you're not forcing your brain to try and resolve it you're not making it about yourself this isn't you know no one's doing anything to you this is just a situation that's presenting itself how are you going to behave you know Uh you know and now i'm finding that a lot of times i'm just it just I, I, there's no reaction. I, I'm not reacting simply because it's not about and, me. And it's resolving itself as well. And it's yeah. resolved. And, and, and honestly, a lot of times when it's resolving itself, it's resolving itself in very spectacular ways. I mean, it's just like right? you know, things come out of left field and you go, huh, my, had that the been me? Yeah, had that been yeah. a year ago, I would have forced this one through. Everyone, instead of just giving it a minute, everyone would have been a little bit out of sorts because I would have, you know, forced and bullied and manipulated to get myself to where I thought I needed to be in this particular situation that someone else was doing to me, when in actual fact, none of that was true. It was the egoic identity deciding that someone was wronging me or doing something to me or you know protecting itself exactly and i probably would have got there but my goodness the level of stress that it would have taken me to get there it just oh there's no there was no there was no peace there was no so then so then you no longer now have the stress you don't have to deal with the 
ins and outs of figuring it out, no. and now you just have. I just have to let liberty. it be. Yeah, I just have to. I just have to let it be. There, there are certain situations, and we all face them every day. Where there's really nothing you can do about a particular situation. The last thing you want to do is occupy, you know, space in your brain worrying and thinking about it. Um, and nine times out of ten, what I've discovered is when I let it be and just move on, it will resolve itself in uh-huh. the most interesting ways. You know, things uh-huh. that I would never have thought of. Something will come up. Someone will turn up with something and, oh, here, I forgot to give yep. you last week. And you're like, oh, wow, this is exactly what I needed. Uh, in yep. fact, you know, A meet B. <laughs> it's Right? It's weird. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, it's not weird. It is, the, it is part of our divine design. And why am I saying that? I'm saying this to all of you that are listening. This is not something that is happening to guest A because guest A is special. It's not something that's happening to me because I'm special. I've been to hell and back. That's all I've been. And guest A has her own hell and back story. We all have our own hell and back story. Now what's happening is we're finding our divine design and allowing it to move us and to direct us. And how does that happen? It happens by stepping out of the conditioning, pure conditioning, and that mind that we're talking about. We confused our awareness and we put our awareness into the thoughts of the mind by accident because that's all we know. So now as we just gently shift from our thoughts into our body and our breathing, did you practice that? Tuesday? Absolutely, yes. Um, And tell me about the gradual with intention. So this is incrementalism in action, correct? That's how you ended up doing it, right? Was incrementally. Absolutely. I mean, you can't learn everything in one day. And, you know, it's a skill, really. It, it feels like a skill until it becomes automatic. And you build the skill. And you build by practicing. And you don't make yourself wrong. And I think we've discussed this before where I, I've said, I got the no make wrong for other people. That came pretty I'll say easily to me, I could see, you know, when you look at someone and go, oh, right, well, hmm. You know, I, I, I was able to set that aside relatively quickly. The no make wrong for myself took a lot, lot, lot longer, a lot longer. But it's, 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 it's like a recipe. You get all the pieces of the recipe and everything starts to flow. So it takes mm. all these pieces working together yeah. for you know, for, for you to sort of, I, I guess, for it to start becoming automatic is this the yeah. best, could it maybe? Yeah, yeah. And would you say, Guest A, that this is, now that you stand where you stand on the other side of the 90 days, would you, you know, because I keep telling everybody, this is a natural process. It's natural. It's natural. So now that you've lived into that second nature part of this, can you, you have already touched on how natural it is, but I, I just like really directly want to address that right now. Like this really is something you've done your whole life. You've been noticing your whole life, you, but 
And you've been in your head your whole life thinking that was where the noticing was. Mm. Yeah. And, and it really, I mean, you're absolutely right. And I think for a lot of us, we spend a lot of our times, a lot of our time in our head. We have conversations with ourselves, whether we like it or not, that's what we do. We have this running commentary. When we look at something, we label it, we, we comment on it, we have an opinion on it, we, and we judge. And it's, like I said, liberating to be able just to look at something and don't have a thought about it. Just, just you look, you don't necessarily have to have a thought or an opinion no one no one's asking you anything about it no one's seeking your you know your opinion and in doing that it declutters there, there's there's less yep. clutter which means yep. that your mind is freer to actually look and observe just, just just be aware you don't even need to you don't need to have a a thought really you just have okay. to what you just shared is so beautiful. So that's the space of beingness you're describing. Because mm-hmm. you're no longer looking and, and being, you don't have to be aware or looking and all that. It's definitely exactly as you described, it, until it becomes second nature. As you get into that second nature, that's just simply the beingness that you are. Are people starting to make comments about how you're being because if you're so non-reactiveness is really for other people guys and for ourselves like i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of seeing myself (laughs) terrorize people i love and my niece was the big thing for me when she moved in my egoic identity just wanted somebody me to torture and it turned out to be her and I noticed it right away and thank God and we're in a place right now where even yesterday and today I'm like oh my god I'm just so frustrated I, my egoic identity wants to beat you up so I'm gonna leave you alone okay <laughs> <laughs> and she's like okay just like that and can and- you your relationships how has it impacted your relationships Again, um, the I guess it comes back to the no make wrong and everyone functions at their own level of awareness. And that I include myself in that, you know, at the start, I had to think about um, I'm functioning at my own level of awareness. Now I don't I don't think about that. Um, and the other thing that really sort of has stood by me is, you know, and I, and I started this almost immediately and I'm not even sure where it came from, um, was, you know, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm -hmm. And if you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now and you're not making anything wrong and you're functioning at your own level of awareness, then there's nothing wrong with the situation. It's just a situation. Nothing more, nothing less. But what people have said to me, you seem a lot calmer. You seem (laughs) a lot like... You don't, you're not as angry. And I never considered myself to be an angry person, but I can see, <laughs> I can see why people would interpret it as anger. Yeah. Um, my frustration, I'm very outspoken. Um, yeah. My frustration um, usually comes out in words and that's usually how people, you know, hear anger. It comes out in words. Um, 
and and you know just to go back to touch upon something that you mentioned a couple of minutes ago you can't force this there, there there's no forcing this there's no i must be aware i must do this i must the only thing you can do is practice practice and when you make a, and when you make a mistake you're going to fall flat in your face pick yourself up there's no make wrong start again that's what's beautiful about start your, again it, yeah start it, it's again. it's building blocks the whole time and i don't imagine that you ever get there i don't feel like nope. I'm ever going to get there, but it's just building blocks. You just put one foot in front of the other and you move on. You start again. You forgive yourself. You move on. It doesn't matter. It yep. really, it really doesn't matter. So wow. in terms of it being natural, it's like learning to walk. It's like a little kid mm. learning to walk, take a couple of steps, fall flat in your face, do it again. And before you know it, it's automatic. You're walking and you have, you have no idea. You don't think about it. You just, you're doing it. Dang, so, man. <laughs> Guest A, listen to what you're sharing. Guys, you got to get, she's talking about a process that took 90 days. I know, it's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> 90 days of that kind of peace. Yeah, yeah. That I know. kind of liberation is what you call it, right? Oh, yeah. And honestly, if someone had sort of, if someone had said to me, you know, last middle of last year oh in 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 90 days doing following this this these teachings and following this process and and doing this program you would go from 100 percent down to 15 i would have been yeah whatever ah but it works it you works. were ready for it sweetheart no I, I i know i i know i was ready it was like you said i was sick and tired of being sick and tired you know something had to give and yeah. you know i i would love to think that we're all wired to recognize that we need help sooner than you know the meltdown or sooner than but but we're not we're, we're all great copers especially women i think women are great copers we can cope with just about anything and i think because of that we have a tendency to not ask for help so yeah it's like you said we met at exactly the right time and I was ready. I was ready. So, yeah. Yeah, nothing, literally nothing, absolutely nothing happens in love's world by mistake. It has shown itself over and over and over again. What's really exciting to me is I've been experiencing a bunch of this stuff, all the openings, all the aha moments from just going through my life and, and, and looking at the egoic identity as part of what I was intending to master. Mm. And inside of that conversation, because I knew everybody, everybody kept saying, it's the ego, it's the ego, it's the ego. And then I had COVID hit and my wife passed. I had two years of just laying there and doing what I knew I needed to do for myself, which was to take care of myself. And the best way I know how to do that is by listening. <laughs> I listened in AA to the stories. Yeah. I listened because they gave me the ability to pay attention to what was coming my way. In their stories, I could always find myself. So again, everybody, that's why I'm always saying you listen to what works and you leave the rest but yes 
So, anyway, I was saying something there, and all of a sudden I got lost. So we're just going to call that presence is gone now. So we're going to come back to you. I mean, this is such a beautiful gift to give yourself, right? Yes, it it, it really is. Um, you, the piece, um, the piece of mind that comes with this is, it's, it's nothing short of idyllic. Um, don't get me wrong. You're not going, life's challenges don't just breeze by you. Yeah. But how you react to them, you're not burdening yourself with them. There's always challenges. That's what life is. Life is, a, life is you know, one thing after another. That's just the way it is. And, and right. if you can sort of accept that that's how it's going to be and choose to be, be, be basically as non-reactive as possible because it doesn't really matter a lot of the time because you're <laughs> not injecting. It's not about you. I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not about you. It's the set aside your, you know, and, and when Eckhart talks about ego, it took me a while to get the hang of that. You know, he's not sort of doing the look at me. It's, it's more than my life. You know, it, you know, you don't have a life. You are life. Yay. This is it. This is who you are. So when you label something and you make it yours, you're basically superimposing your ego on it. You're making it about you. And when you stop doing that and realize that, you know, oh my gosh, really? Did that thing happen to me again? No, it's a situation. Deal with it. Move on. It's just a situation. Nothing more. It is very liberating. Nothing personal. Yep. That's the non-attachment part of it. Big deal to have non-attachment because non-attachment doesn't mean you don't experience life. As a matter of fact, I would have to say that you're probably experiencing life so fully and so joyfully in such a way you have never, ever experienced before. I would agree with that. I would agree and I would say that this is something that, and, and the, the cool thing about it is, I don't, I, I was one of those people who absolutely hmm, pigeonholed. I pigeonholed certain things. This thing would happen here and that would go into box A. And then this thing would happen that would go into box B. And I had to be very sort of in my, my, my brain was very, it was, there was a lot of chat. It was very cluttered, but it was organized clutter. But I had it all upstairs. It was all upstairs. Going on all the time. All the time. Almost like no space left to just experience. And the experiencing is the thing that gives you the joy. You can step outside and go, oh, well, it's actually a really nice day today. It's beautiful. And you don't have to go, it's a really nice day. Gosh, i got to get into the car. i got to move quick, quick, quick to get to beat the rush hour. You know, it doesn't really matter. You are where you are supposed to be at the time you are there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's got and the experiencing really is is really what life's about. Yep. You know, yep. if if you are where you're supposed to be, then you don't need to worry about where you're not, or where you think you're meant to be in twenty minutes time. But you've got, you know, six or seven minutes to get there, and you yep. know, and all these. Ca- 
Uh-huh. And then all these incredible experiences are happening in those six and seven minutes. Because you can you enjoy couldn't... them. Yeah. Right. Right. right? right? Yeah. You can enjoy. Yep. 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 Wow. Everybody, there is so much more to this conversation. This is what I love. And, and what you're hearing and what guest A is saying is this isn't a cake ride, guys. Okay. When it comes to looking at ourselves, I would have to say, and guest A, you verify this with me after I share this, okay? Mm-hmm. That when it comes to doing this, we are walking through the eye of a needle. That needle is our conditioned mind. We're so used to being there, we don't even know how to step out of it. We don't even know we can step out of it. So now that you do know you can, and that it is possible, now what you have is the ability to give yourself a freedom you cannot talk about. You have to allow yourself to move through that eye of needle. You have to notice when you're being an a-hole, when you're being an a-hole to your kids or to your niece or to your mother or to your wife. And not make it about them. And that was probably the hardest thing for me to do was to be responsible. But when I found this and we are able to use the one-liners that we have, it made it so much easier to be able to walk through the normality of life, the reactiveness of life, recognizing it's not me that it is just the reaction that I do get to have a choice, that I stumble and fall and get right back up and start again and start again and start again. And all of a sudden, there it is, second nature. And I'm just experiencing my life wholeheartedly. I agree. It leaves so much more room for all the nice things and for you to appreciate the simple pleasures of life, just really simple things. And with that comes a calmness and an acceptance and, and space. You have this extra space. You've mm-hmm. decluttered. You've got this extra mm-hmm. space around you. And what I've found personally is, I don't know whether I've become more approachable or something, but I find that people are reaching out to me more now Um for assistance in in work, you know, guidance, and I am way more sympathetic. I can I can tune into people a lot mm. easier now because I don't have preconceived judgments about them. Yeah. I can set it down. I can accept that. I, I always felt that I could accept people for who they are. You know, that sort of you know, don't judge the book by its cover. I've always yeah. felt. That, that was me it I have realized that it really wasn't me <laughs> it was a very neat little one-liner that I attached to myself and grit you know um, but it really actually wasn't truly happening now I find myself um, not making just just listening being quiet and listening and you can do that when your mind is still yeah um yeah. so that there there's the freedom now, let me ask you this. When you're walking through the eye of the needle, is it worth it? Oh, gosh, yeah. And, and you know, it's like anything else. 
I, there wasn't, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, there wasn't a single time in, in, in the 90 days that I ever said, oh, this is too much for me. There, not one time. And here's why. Because of the one-liners, they really help. No make wrong. If someone said, okay, three strikes and you're out, I would have been out in the first 10 minutes. So <laughs> you just, you know, it, it, it's, it's like your, your, your path is paved with good intentions. If you really want to make a change, you can, you can do it. You absolutely mm. can do it. You just pick yourself up, dust yourself down and start again. And it's not even starting again. You've already started along the path. I never felt like I had ever taken a regressive step. And all I yeah. needed to do in order to realize that was to take a look at where I was six months, three months before then, two months before. So you never feel like you're not making progress, but yeah, you're going to fall. You're going to fall on your face. There's going to, you know, there's going to come a series of challenges one after another where you're just like, oh my goodness, really? And in some ways it's almost comical. You're like, okay, yeah. I guess there surely is a pretty big test here. You know, it becomes comical, right? It really does. You're sort of, you know, you're, you're kind of going, uh, okay, what else do you got for me? <laughs> yeah, good. And perfect. But, but you, you could, you can approach your challenges with a little bit of levity. Um, and you know, don't, don't beat yourself up. Um, but walking through the, yeah, there, there, there were periods where I felt more, well, they were more challenging than others. Let's put it like that. But I never felt like, oh, this is too difficult. I can't be bothered or I don't want to do this or I'm overwhelmed because I was able to fall back on the, um, you know, I'm exactly where I am. Practice, practice. And, um, you know, no make wrong. No make wrong is huge. No make wrong. It is, isn't it? It's, it, you forgive yourself. You forgive others. You, you function at your own level of awareness. Um, there you go, girl. Really, really helped. Really, really. Yeah. Guess what we got? I'm going to do a little pitch here, but not really because we don't even have it going yet. But we got some new no-make-wrong necklaces. They're little dog tags that we're going to start selling. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. <laughs> They're feminine uh, uh, dog tags with a heart in it and just has NMW on it. I love it. I yeah, love it. so I'm excited for that. That that was one of the things that love provided that, you know, we're going to, you know, this is one of the ways to have it pay forward, you know, have I it love get paid it. forward. So, but, um, so wonderful, beautiful. Wow. Oh my gosh. I just want to keep on. Hey, you. So before we were so rudely interrupted, uh, not really. <laughs> um, so I was saying I want to ask you so many more questions, and and I we just don't have the time. So is there anything that you would like to let people know about Joan of Heart? about Eckhart, about doing the 90 days, or whatever. The floor is yours, sweetie. Oh, gosh. Um, all of it. You know what? Do all of it. It's there. There's, 
nothing there hasn't been a single thing that's come out of this that hasn't benefited me and in turn benefited those people I, I know and, and love. It's been very inspirational, very liberating. Um, and, and I think I've said this before, it really, it's, it's a way of life. This isn't a, a, a bandaid that you, you know, you stick on something and expect it to, to, you know, fix it. You do have to practice. You do have to, um, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself down, move on. It's so worth it though. The, the, the peace of mind that comes with it, all of it's worth it. Um, you know, if you're sitting out there tired of being fed up and, and tired with how things are going or tired of negativity or, or tired of the, you know, the lot that you've been cast in this life, which, you know, we come to learn really isn't anything um, preordained. It's, you know, that's, it's a lot of it's how you, how you're responding to things. You know, give this a go. This is this is a, a great program, and Nikki keeps you right on task. She is there, one hundred percent by your side, making sure that you know um, that you stay on task, and also encouraging. I think the biggest thing was the encouragement. It was the um, you know you can do it. No make wrong. The incrementalism. The you know just just redirecting, and and so. All of it was awesome. I couldn't really pick any single thing. I would be here for another hour and a half discussing. <laughs> you know, it's like, where do you start? But it's it's a great, it's a really great program. Um, and you owe it to yourself to give it a go. Yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> so before we were so rudely interrupted, uh, not really. Um, so I was saying, I want to ask you so many more questions and, and I, we just don't have the time. So is there anything that you would like to let people know about Joan of Heart, about Eckhart, about doing the 90 days or whatever? The floor is yours, sweetie. Oh gosh, um, all of it. You know what? Do all of it. It's there. There's nothing. There hasn't been a single thing that's come out of this that hasn't benefited me, and in turn benefited those people I, I know and and love. It's been very inspirational, very liberating. Um, and and I think I've said this before. It really it's it's a way of life. This isn't a a band-aid that you you know you stick on something and expect it to to you know fix it you do have to practice you do have to um you know pick yourself up dust yourself down move on it's so worth it though the the, the peace of mind that comes with it all of it's worth it um you know if you're sitting out there tired of being fed up and and tired with how things are going or tired of negativity or or tired of the, you know, the lot that you've been cast in this life, which, you know, we come to learn really isn't anything um, preordained. It's, you know, that's, it's a lot of it's how you, how you're responding to things, you know, give this a go. This is, this is a, a great program and Nikki keeps you right on task. She is there 100% by your side, making sure that, you know, um, that you stay on task and also 
encouraging. I think the biggest thing was the encouragement. It was the, um, you know, you can do it, no make wrong, the incrementalism, the, you know, just just redirecting. And, and so all of it was awesome. I couldn't really pick any single thing. I would be here for another hour and a half discussing, <laughs> you know, it's like, where do you start? But it's, it's a great, it's a really great program. Um, and you owe it to yourself to give it a go. Yay. Yeah. As best really, that is. Gift yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That it really is. I, I mean, the, the only thing we can hope for at this point in time, guest day is that the sound and vibration of the words will reach out to the people listening and they can hear what they need to hear so they can create what they need to create for themselves. Guys, this is coming from somebody who just did the 90 days to the heart of the matter from lost to securely found, who is in the 15 percentile reactiveness range in 90 days. 15% reactive, okay? Off and on, and of course we implement we're an a-ho until we're not, and we are until we are, you know, you know how that one goes, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay, everybody, guest A, there you go. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being willing to share your experience. It's so valuable and so important for people to hear the experience that you've had and so that they can recognize that that is a possible experience for them as well. Because we are nobodies, but we're everybody's, aren't we? <laughs> we are. All the little waves. Huh? All the little waves in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You keep on keeping on. Tell your friends. Let them know. See if you want to come practice, practice, practice with us. If you do, awesome. If you don't, awesome. You can keep having your life go the way it is because there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and then there is a thing called liberty. So have a great one, guys.